Hey, 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 Mr. Manly here with lesson number 308 in How to Be Manly. During the Lenten season, I observe the rules of no meat on Friday. Of course, I go to my favorite pizza place on Friday nights, knowing there'll be plenty of activity, giving me the opportunity to meet that special someone. Of course, I start out at the bar, eyeing up what might be an entree, and I'm not talking about the pizza. More likely, my topping. As I'm doing so, a beautiful woman sat down beside me. She asked, is this seat taken? I said, no, please sit down. Can I offer you a refreshment? She said, yeah, thank you. My name's Kelly Gilligan. I said, that sounds Irish Catholic to me. She said, yep, but I don't observe the rules of Lent. Does that bother you? I said, heck no. What would you like on your pizza? She said, I like a meat lover's pizza. That includes spicy meatballs, porchetta, and hot sausage. Well, after hearing this, I knew I could satisfy those toppings while my own dough was rising, and do so in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 308, and repeat after me. Number one, spicy meatballs. I have a couple of my own. Try them as an appetizer. Number two, hey Kelly, I have a porchetta. Care to pull on it? Number three, hey honey, here's a hot sausage. I'm sure it'll be to your liking. Soon after, as Kelly grabs you by your meatballs, including the porchetta, and reduces your sausage into a pathetic link, you'll realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manly saying be manly and good day. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Whataburger has the country's healthiest cheeseburger. Healthiest cheeseburger is such an oxymoron. It's almost as bad as saying delicious veggie burger. Wildlife officials in Utah are encouraging residents to catch and eat as many bullfrogs as they can. Here's a perfect marketing opportunity for McDonald's in Utah to introduce the McRibbit. Although I'd be worried about eating too many bullfrogs. I mean, you might croak. The National Park Service has warned that you should not push a friend down in order to escape a bear. So what should you do? Just give it the cocaine. It's 60 Minutes meets Gone in 60 Seconds. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Don't sit there and tell me there's nothing to do in Northeast PA. You're wrong. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. In fact, here are three cool things going on this weekend right here in Northeast PA. Friday, Mountain Fest, Montage Mountain. Two days of snowy fun started on Friday with the cardboard sled races and wrap it up that night with Everclear on stage on the mountain. Saturday, Pittston St. Patrick's Parade stepping off at 11.30 a.m. I'm talking about big inflatables, pipe bands, and hundreds of other parade participants. This is one of the best small-town parades in America and perhaps the fastest-growing parade in Northeast PA. It's Saturday morning in Pittston. And on Sunday from noon to 5, the North Pocono Library second annual mini golf classic right at the library, 1315 Church Street in Moscow. Play 18 indoor holes strewn throughout the library through the books and stacks and all that kind of cool stuff. It all benefits the library and there's a $500 hole in one drawing on the 18th hole. Tell me there's nothing to do in Northeast PA. You're wrong. The following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard, 
complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com. Hey, I'm Rock107's Prospector, and here's what's got me jacked. It's spring! It's spring! Now, before you go saying, well, Prospector's lost it, or he's drunk, or he's smoking something, no, no, let me be more specific. It's meteorological spring! It's meteorological spring! We only had one spring, one fall, you know, one set of seasons. I miss that. Now it's meteorological spring and astronomical spring comes in a few weeks. And I know some science geek is arguing with me in their heads right now, but meteorological seasons are based on the temperature cycle. I don't care. I like the old position of the Earth relative to the sun way. And I get that these meteorological seasons make it easier for policy wonks and government agencies to calculate seasonal statistics from the monthly statistics, which is quite useful for agriculture, commerce, and a variety of other purposes. <laughs> Fine. Then keep it in your nerdy database discussions and out of my consciousness. Let me tell you when it's acceptable to start talking about spring. When the morning low is 48 degrees three days in a row. When there's zero chance of snow, ice, or a wintry mix, then you can start talking spring. When melting snow causes small stream and river flooding, then you can talk spring. When baseball players stop wearing winter jackets in the dugouts, then and only then can you talk spring. Meteorological spring is stupid, and anyone who talks to me about it will be forever marked as a yam bag in my book. And yeah... I feel that strongly about it. I'm Prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me? I gotta, 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 gotta go crazy, man! Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag I found Prospector and we'll come and get him. Prospector. Mornings on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Last month, a woman who owns a farm near Toronto struck up a conversation with a homeless guy named Brian Bannister, who's 60 years old. Brian's had a tough life. He's lost two wives, one in a car crash, the other cancer. So he told her he'd just sort of given up on life. But now things are looking up for him because she offered him a job at her farm. He took her up on it. She also got him his first haircut in two years, gave him a phone, and started a GoFundMe that's raised over $8,000 to get him back on his feet. Brian said he can't believe anyone would care about him so much. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea-brain, mouth-breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. This guy's plan was never going to work, but he went the extra mile to make sure it didn't. According to TMZ, the Hollywood Police Department got a call last Sunday from a guy threatening to blow up the Hollywood sign. He said he'd destroy it with pipe bombs if cops didn't pay him $10,000 in ransom. But whoever he talked to wasn't the right person because he accidentally called the police in the city of Hollywood, Florida, not Los Angeles. That's just south of Fort Lauderdale. It sounds like the cops in Florida let the Los Angeles Police Department know. They looked into it but found it was not a credible threat Last I heard, no one had been arrested yet, but the Los Angeles Police Department was still investigating. 
Nominee number two. I've never faked a pee test, but the first thing you need is clean pee, right? Some of them needs to be tested. There's chemistry involved. It's not just a look at this, oh, it looks like pee goodbye kind of test. A woman in Florida named Shannon Hunter has been charged with urine testing fraud. She was due to provide a drug test last week, but she must have known she wouldn't pass because she did not pee in the cup. Instead, she filled a pill bottle with soda and tap water, hit it, and then during the test, secretly used that. Now, I don't know what kind of soda it was, but I'm assuming like Mountain Dew, maybe ginger ale. It sounds like the probation officials caught Shannon faking the test in the moment, but either way, she wasn't going to get away with it. Soda and water mixed surely would result in a failed test. Shannon pleaded no contest. She'll have to serve 20 days in jail, pay fines, and she could have her probation revoked. Her rap sheet includes convictions for theft, possession of drug paraphernalia, domestic battery, narcotics possession, and driving without a license. Nominee number three. Have you ever had way too much Boone's Farm and had an insatiable appetite for Arby's? One guy in Minnesota would be raising his hand right now. On Friday afternoon last week, police in Minnesota were called to an Arby's location where a 43-year-old male driver in the drive-thru was unresponsive. Cops determined the man was fine, just extremely drunk. He reportedly passed out right after ordering curly fries. Fortunately, another customer noticed something was wrong and was able to open the driver's side door and put the vehicle in park. The man was too drunk to do any field sobriety tests. He admitted to drinking Boone's Farm earlier in the day and was arrested. In a Facebook post, the police said, Becoming extremely drunk and then driving to get curly fries is an incredibly selfish decision. Nominee number four. There are a few times when it doesn't make sense to go to a car wash. Like when it's raining, when you're late for work, or when you're the driver of a criminal's getaway car. A man in Ohio was busted a couple of weeks ago after he allegedly stole about $500 worth of merchandise from a giant eagle supermarket. And he might have gotten away with it, but his getaway driver decided to take the car next door to the car wash while the theft was happening. And that took longer than expected. The thief pushed the car full of stuff over the car wash, but they were basically trapped in line between two other cars. In the meantime, the store had called the cops, and they nabbed the guys while they were still at the car wash. One was charged with theft. The other had an outstanding arrest warrant. It's unclear if the car ever got washed. And the winner is... The guy who threatened to blow up the Hollywood sign, but mistakenly called the cops in Hollywood, Florida. That's the wrong Hollywood, buddy. No wonder your plan was never going to work. But you are the Yam Bag of the Week. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts Podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.